School's out for summer. Well, almost for us, but I know it is already for a lot of you listeners. I can't believe it. I feel like the school year just started that I was just in disbelief that my baby girl was starting high school and now she's two weeks from being done with her freshman year. It's just going by way too fast. So I'm trying to make these summers the best ones yet. Summers to remember because there's just so few of them left. So that's what this week's episode's about. We're going to talk about how to make the most of your summer with your kids. Are you feeling overwhelmed trying to juggle all the many hats you wear as a working mom? Do you want more quality time with your family without distraction of work? With time alone to take care of yourself and your needs? Welcome to Mom Wife Career Life. I'm Carrie, a wife, mom of three, and a recovering perfectionist. In this podcast, I will teach you how to create balance in your life by implementing healthy habits, organizing your home and your schedule, being intentional with your time and in your relationships, and most importantly, how to start putting your needs first because no one can pour from an empty cup. Grab that second cup of coffee, or if you're anything like me, your third. It's time to dive into today's episode of Mom Wife Career Life. They say you only have 18 summers with your babies. I'm not really sure who they are, but I'm sure you've seen the posts on Facebook, those articles or poems that just at least bring me to tears, reminding me of how fast time's going to fly by. But in reality, it's not really 18 summers. It's to depress you even further. But once your kids get to high school, their priorities change. Once they're old enough to work, they want to make money, or at least my oldest does. She's one year away from that, but she's just itching for that paycheck. And I hate to even think about it. And my oldest is in high school. The sand in my summer hourglass with her is running pretty low right now. But instead of getting upset about it, I am making it my mission to make these summers the best they can be. If you are fortunate enough to have the summers off with your kids, then God bless you, one, because you're probably a teacher or in some educational role and you deserve that break, but also because it really is such a blessing to have that time off to be with your families and just decompress. Some of you may know this about me, but my dream was to always become a teacher. I actually went back to school after I got married and to get my master's in teaching and went to school while pregnant with all three of them, got my teacher's license, but never actually made the switch. I even still have a bag of stuff I bought to decorate my classroom, even down to the alphabet strip. I was actually looking at it the other day and I was trying to get rid of it, but I just, I can't part with it yet. I know one day I will, but I'm just not there yet. I am actually getting a little bit of fulfillment in my education dream through this podcast, teaching you mamas how to live your best life. So on that note, the summer break, at least for our area, is just around the corner. Some of you may have already started last week or this week. You need to have a plan and you need to be prepared, especially when you are a working mama. Unless your kids are going away to sleepaway camp, you need to have some sort of plan in place or else you might lose your mind. So here are my tips to help you be better prepared so you can make the most of your summer with your kids. Tip number one, print out your calendars for the summer. I print out June, July, August, and September, because our summer goes through Labor Day. And fill in all of the known activities, vacations, and summer camps that you have planned already. Once you have all that mapped out, figure out the days that you need to work 
that you need to have some sort of coverage or a plan in place to entertain your kids. Number two, make a plan to have coverage or entertainment for your kids on those days that you have to work where you don't have plans for them. If you work from home, it's okay to get a mother's helper. It's cheap labor for hours of entertainment for your kitties. And you can get a high school student, even a middle school student. Shameless plug for anyone that lives local. I do have two willing and able girls at home that love kids and have plenty of experience entertaining their little cousins. So reach out to me if you're interested. Or if you have a friend or neighbor that's home for the summer or off for the summer, maybe they wouldn't mind making some extra cash to help you out too. So ask around. There's always someone willing and able. Number three, try to keep a little routine. I'm not one to plan out the entire summer, but you do need some sort of routine. Having a bedtime, making sure that they're getting up at a decent time in the morning, not sleeping all day. And I know some parents won't agree with this, but the educator in me firmly believes in trying to give your kids a little work to do during the summer. So I try to make sure my kids are reading a couple of books during the summer. Their school does math packets. And now that Ashley's in high school, they actually get assigned summer assignments. But the summer slip is a real thing. So try to keep your kids reading. I know our library has a fun program where the kids earn points for reading and they do a little carnival at the end of the summer. Look into see what your local library does. I know my kids just love going to the library. It's a perfect activity for a rainy day. So keep those kids reading. Number four, make a summer bucket list with your kids. Make sure your kids are part of your summer planning. Make sure you're doing stuff that they want to do too. And you can make making the summer bucket list a fun activity. There are so many cute options out there. You could even look on Pinterest to see cute summer bucket lists. But I'm making my kids write out all the things they want to do as a family. They have to come up with ideas of things to do outside and inside. And we're going to write them on popsicle sticks, put them in a mason jar. And when we're bored or want to make a plan, we just pull out the stick. And that's what we're going to do that day. Number five, plan a family vacation. At least try to get one vacation in as a family. I know most people have their vacation planned already for the summer, but if you don't, plan one. Even if you don't have the vacation time or your budget is a little low, you can go camping one night, two nights, over a weekend, call in sick one day. There are so many affordable campgrounds. And if you don't have the stuff to go camping, ask a friend to borrow. If you have a mom's Facebook group in town, I'm sure if you plead your story and just say, hey, I'm trying to plan a camping trip with my family. Does anyone have any camping gear they can lend me? There's a lot of really nice people out there that are willing to help other mamas out. So just ask. And spending time away just as a family is really so needed. It's an opportunity for you to bond as a family and just make amazing memories with your kids. Number six, plan a staycation. For those of you that don't know what staycations are, it means a vacation at home. Staycations can be a lot of fun. You'd be surprised how many entertaining things could be in your area, down to a splash pad if you live by the beach, if you live by a city, or even go to your local library. Our local library has free passes for fun family activities. Another affordable option. Number seven, get yourself a pass back and forth journal between you and your kitties. So this is something I'm starting new this year. I actually bought this journal sometime last year or the year before. It's called Mother and Son Journal 
Pass back and forth between you and me journal. So this one is by Britt A. Anderson. It's actually really cute. You're filling out one page a day and each page has different prompts like list your favorite things, a little bit about you. If you can go anywhere on vacation, where would you go? What would you bring? If you built a time machine, where would you go? It's got a lot of great little questions in it. I haven't gone through the entire book. I'm actually looking through it as I'm talking, but there's there's just a bunch of cute pages. And at the end, there's actually a bucket list. So your son gets to fill out his bucket list and you get to fill out your bucket list. So if you want to do the summer bucket list, you can have them fill it out in the back. So anyway, it's a really cute book and it's a great way to get your kids writing. My son hates writing. So one of my goals this summer is to get him to write more because I think if he starts writing more, becomes a stronger writer, he'll actually enjoy it. And if I'm writing too and I'm giving him the prompts to write back, I'm hopeful that this journal will actually get him excited about writing. And it also gives him something to do on a rainy day and gets him maybe off electronics for a little while. And you can add it to your bedtime routine. You could sit with each other and read each other's responses. It gets them talking. You can chat about it. It actually leads to a lot of fun discussions. And you'll even make another memory or two. And that's what life is all about, mamas, these precious moments. So make it your goal to have some precious moments with your babies this summer. And speaking of babies, I really think you could use this book with so many ages, even if your kids don't know how to write yet. Sitting with them before bed, instead of reading a book that night, you ask them those questions and you just write in their answers. And side note, since I did mention summer goals, and if you haven't checked out episode five yet, check it out. It's where I teach you how to reset your 2023 goals and accomplish them by the end of the year. But you could add goals at any time during the year. Even if you had a small goal you were working towards, like a hobby, for example, you planned on learning how to knit and wanted to knit yourself a scarf for the fall, and a goal like this one pops up, and you have to make a decision which is more important, picture your future self. Would you be more happy with, say, a scarf you knit over the summer, or would you rather your son or daughter have a book of memories they could cherish forever? I know what it's like to have the knitting a scarf goal. It was on my 40 before 40 list, and I actually made myself a scarf that I could wear. So I know the gratification you can get by wearing a scarf, but if you gave me the option to be able to knit a scarf or be able to have this journal with my son and make those memories, I would choose the book. You have the rest of your life to learn how to knit. You only have so many summers left with your kids. I wish I had a book like this that me and my mom could have shared and I could look back on now. And I'm lucky enough to have my mom still with me. But I just think it's such a gift to give to your child and to yourself. You know, get to know your child. I think I know everything there is to know about my son. But just flipping through that book, I'm like, oh, I wonder what his answer is to this. And some of the things I don't even know the answer to for myself. And now, since I've talked this book up so much, I now have all of you listeners to help keep me accountable. And since I have three kids, I'm sure now they'll all want me to do this. So it looks like I'll be doing a lot of writing over the summer. Number eight, plan family game nights. Turn that TV off and spend some time as a family. There are so many amazing games out there that are for families. You could just go on Amazon and put in family game night. For younger kids, there's the classics like Candyland, Sorry, Match Game, Guess Who. It gets a little difficult when you have kids that are different ages, like mine are 14, 13, and 9. Kaylee actually just turned 13 this past Sunday, and I can't believe I am now the mother of two teenage girls bracing myself for the next couple of years. Pray for me. 
So it's a little difficult to find games that can entertain everybody, but one of our absolute favorite games is Telestrations. I highly recommend it. It's a mix between dictionary and telephone. It is tons of laughs. I literally started bringing it anywhere we go with groups. I bought it on a camping trip with my Girl Scouts. We play it at holidays and birthday parties. It's just a lot of fun. Another game we love is Kids Against Maturity. I will say, check the cards out before you play it as a family. There were a few cards that I didn't think were appropriate for my kids. So I just took them out, throw them out, and it's a fun game. If you have a game that you love as a family, please DM me on Instagram. We're always looking for a fun game to add to our routine. Number nine, get yourself a fire pit. Even if you live in an apartment, you can get the little ones that go on the countertop, but just having a little fire pit to make marshmallows or s'mores, a fun little make-your-own-dessert. We have a wood fire pit, but we also have a propane fire pit that we keep on our porch. And if the kids are bored at night, we just go out, sit around it, roast some marshmallows, chat, listen to music, tell jokes, make some fun family memories. And last but not least, number 10, be prepared for last-minute trips. Always have the bag packed ready to go. Have a beach bag packed, a pool bag packed, or a picnic bag packed. Well, obviously not with the food, but have towels, sunscreen, swimmers if you need them, sun hat, beach toys. So that way, if work gets out early or if you work from home and you can cut out early, you could just grab and go. That's my plan for some of the summer nights. You know, we joined our town pool and I want to be able to just be like, okay, works out. Let's go eat dinner at the pool. Something nice and easy. And back to those mother's helpers that if you do live by a pool and you just want to get a mother's helper to come to the pool with you, help watch your kids so you get to put your feet up and relax a little bit, that's always an option. Shameless plug for my girls. They are great swimmers and available to take your kids to the pool as well. If you live close enough to your town pool or the beach, take advantage of it. We just discovered, thanks to my brother and sister-in-law, a beach nearby that I could actually watch the sunset over the water, which if you know me, I am absolutely obsessed with the sun. It rising, it's setting. There's just something about starting your day with the sunrise, ending your day with the sunset, especially over water. I just love it. It lights me up. And speaking of making trips easier, I want to share a parent hack that we figured out last year. If your kids are older and capable of carrying their own beach chair, last year we got our kids uh, a couple of Tommy Bahama beach chairs, the ones that have the straps on them that allow you to carry it like a backpack. And the chair comes with two pockets. One is a freezer line pocket and the other is for dry stuff. We pack each kid's snacks and drinks in their own chairs and we do the same for ourselves and then throw in their towel in the top pocket or sometimes they could just carry their towel and then we are set. We just throw the chairs in the car and we get to the beach, make them carry them, and we're set. I also have a blanket that zips up into a bag, so that's the only other thing we carry, and then maybe an umbrella. It makes the beach so much easier. We used to lug a huge beach cart, and as handy as they are, it's still a pain in the butt to push on the sand. So I decided to throw in this tip number 11 because I think it's important for those of you that have kids that are heavily involved in sports or dance or any activity that seems to consume your weekends over the summer. Tip number 11, divide and conquer. This is a tip from one of my mama friends. If you have kids that are in 
you know, a sports club or on a dance team where they have to practice all summer and all your weekends or tournaments or competitions, both parents don't have to go to the game or competition every weekend. Divide and conquer means one of you goes to the competition and the other does something fun with the other kids. By all means, make it a family event if you can go away for the weekend and build a sporting event or dance competition into, you know, a fun weekend away. That's okay to do once in a while, but spend some time and do some quality things with your other children so that way their summer isn't consumed by activities that aren't their own. Or if you have a parent friend on a team, maybe carpool, split the weekend. Say, hey, if you could take my kid this weekend, I'll take your kid next weekend so that both parents can go away with the other children. So that was a long list. I might actually have to change this podcast name to 10 Tips. But let's just do a quick recap to go through the tips that'll help you make this summer the best one yet. Number one, print out your calendars and figure out the days that you don't have coverage or entertainment for the kids when you have to work. Number two, make a plan. Plan coverage or entertainment for the kids on the days when you have to work. Don't forget those mother's helpers. Number three, try to keep to some routines, especially with reading. The summer slip is a real thing, mamas. Number four, make that summer bucket list with the kids. Let them have a say in some of your summer activities. Number five, plan a family vacation. Don't forget, camping is a very affordable option. Number six, plan a staycation. Check your local library for free tickets to local activities. Number seven, get past back and forth journal. You could check out the journal I talked about earlier in our show notes. Number eight, Plan family game nights. Illustrations is our favorite. Number nine, get yourself a fire pit. It's fun to just sit around, roast some marshmallows, and have a chat. Number 10, always be prepared for those last-minute trips. Have that pool bag or those beach chairs packed and ready to go. And bonus tip number 11, divide and conquer. It's okay to split up the kids' activities. Well, I hope you found this episode helpful and that you could take away a few things to help you make the most of the summer with your kitties. Sending you so much love and light until next time on Mom Wife Career Life with Carrie Pat. Before you go, if you found this podcast helpful, I would be forever grateful. If you could take a minute, go over to iTunes and leave me a review. If you have other stressed out mamas in your life that you feel this podcast could help, take a screenshot of this episode, post it on Instagram and tag me, let them know that they are not alone and they can create balance in their life too. If there's a topic you would like me to cover or you just want to connect, DM me on Instagram at mom.wife.career.life.